Live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, it's time for the Exit Exchange. Brought to you by XPX Atlanta. Dedicated to changing the trajectory of exit planning services in the Southeast. Now, here's your host. And hello, everyone. I'm John Ray, uh, your host today, alongside David Chavson and Bob Tanksley, and they are the co-founders of XPX Atlanta, and this is our inaugural show of the Exit Exchange, and we're excited to be here, and uh, David, Bob, excited to be sitting with you today. You too, John. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, this is great. So um, maybe what, uh, David, you can just give folks a quick overview since this is our first show, you know, what we're trying to do with the Exit Exchange and what they can look forward to as we go along. Yes, absolutely, John. So we are going to be doing a monthly show. We're going to have a variety of guests on each month that talk to and talk about exit and succession planning for the uh, business owner in the lower middle market. A lot of interesting topics for our advisor colleagues to those business owners. So we're looking forward to it. And collaboration's a big term, I know, for XPX Atlanta. And uh, I think you, that's one thing this show will uh, uh, really showcase is the collaboration among advisors, right? Absolutely. That's going to be a central theme. Terrific. Well, we're excited today to get uh, started uh, this series with uh, Mary Adams. And uh, Mary is uh, really the person behind the scenes of XPX Atlanta that, that nationally makes it happen for, uh, for the entire organization. Mary, it's a pleasure having you. I'm really excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. So give everyone an overview, a, a little bit of background on you and, and how you, you got the exit, exit Planning Exchange started. Sure. So I have a background in finance and have had a strategy consulting firm for 20 years. And as part of that, my firm was uh, uh, one of a small group of, of companies that was kind of just standing around about 14 years ago at, at a local business function with, with other people and saying, you know, there's something different about the lower middle market. And it really felt like there none of the existing uh, organizations was serving the needs of, of this. What we've really come to appreciate more and more as each year goes by, a very special ecosystem of advisors to lower middle market companies. And so we got together, started in Boston, and we've just kind of grown organically. We're up to 13 chapters now. We opened one since COVID started. Uh, we have actually three more that are going to open virtually. So we continue to grow and thrive and really have proven the, the worth of, of our thesis, I think, even more through the, the experiences we had in 2020. Lots of groups like this around Mary, um, and but the Exit Planning Exchange has some particular uh, value-added features to its members that that were important to you. Talk about those. Sure. So uh, I think first, to, you know, as you as you talk about, you know, 
who we are and what we do, you have to understand the market that we serve. And uh, there are some really unique characteristics of this lower middle market that um, mean that we have to, we all as advisors have to think about collaboration and coordination. And we can't just be good at what we do. We have to understand how, how the market works and the needs of our clients are are pretty unique. Um, not not something you know you might remember learning about in business school, and uh, yet those of us in this market realize that it's a very important, unique, and exciting market niche in in the U.S. and in our local markets. Hey, Mary Bob here. Um, you know, we all talk. All of us that serve the small business community, uh, we all talk about how important it is to the national economy. And it actually ends up being a very wide swath of the types of businesses. How do you guys look at uh, the lower or, or middle market? Is it a, you know, is it from a, from a service-based standpoint, they need certain kinds of needs that smaller companies don't need yet. Um, you know, they're, they're not lower middle market companies aren't large enough to where they have in-house expertise. What does that look like to you? So, uh, you know, generally we, we define and everybody has their own, you know, sweet spot in the market. But we talk about the uh, companies starting around five to 10 million in revenues. Uh, you know, some really successful companies, um, maybe not, not even that large, but um, that's about the lower end. And most people agree that around 100 million uh, things start changing. And so, Somewhere in there is, is we'll say the the primary focus, uh, and but it's 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 about size, but it's all also about development. Uh, you know, only fifty percent of startups make it to five years. Most of us are serving companies that have gotten past that five years, and now they're on a journey to uh, move from you know knowing that they have a product, they can they have something that works to actually creating a company. So it shifts from being kind of people-centric, like the founder-centric, to being much more sustainable and long-lasting. And that journey, you know, it, it, it can take decades. Um, to. And we, our, our advisors in our ecosystem are serving these companies at all stages of that journey. And uh, that's what makes it really exciting for all of us. Um, and it's a it's a special special market. Take that take that a step further. So uh, all stages of the life cycle of the company, right? So when we we typically hear exit and we think transaction, um, but the reality is these folks need, you know need help all along the way, right? They don't have as Bob was saying the full on staff in every in every area. So so what does the membership of XPX really look like then? Well, so, and, it, and it's interesting because, you know, we started with with this idea of the exit and, and it's still the existential challenge that um, every one of these companies that I mentioned uh, face, right? You 50% make it to five years, um, only about 20% make it to 20 years. And so there's this process to uh, find out what works, how to grow. So you need uh, marketing, you need strategy, you need finance, you need human resources, 
And because they haven't reached a critical mass of, of size, they often don't have a VP covering all of those things. So, so the business owner is using a lot of external advisors, uh, you know, building capabilities internally. But if, if you think of each of these advisors, the, the accountants, the valuation, the consultants of all stripes um, are part of, you know, of this team that's supporting a company, but it creates a huge uh, challenge for us and, and a responsibility that we have to be good at what we do and give good advice um, on whatever it is our area of expertise is. But we have to appreciate that we're just pieces of a puzzle and how we fit into that puzzle. And that, you know, it isn't just about me and I'm, I'm, I know it all and I'm going to tell those lawyers. It's about the company. It's about the, the leaders of, within the company and how can we be part of the solution. Um, and and the, the way you're part of the solution is to make sure that you understand that, that overall puzzle and that you have good relationships with the other people play, you know, the other pieces, the other people playing roles, supporting a company. How does, how does exit planning fit into all of this? Cause what you're talking about is, is transitioning a company from beyond that five year, first five year block of time, for example, into something that, you know, could end up superseding the owner. And that takes, so much preparation, this notion of, of exit planning, where do, where do you all see exit planning fitting into this? So, so, um, you know, really over time, we've come to understand that as, as like the existential goal of all privately held businesses. And uh, it's not, it's not a moment in time. It's not, you know, there are people that do deals that, that are in our network, but that's not really what it's about. It's about, can you build a business that can last beyond the people that are running it today. That's, that's the ultimate goal, because if you can't, then it all disappears. And, and so um, exit planning is, is basically for private companies, it's, it's saying long-term thinking. If, if we're thinking long-term in a privately held business, we have to make it sustainable and scalable and, and, profitable, frankly, for everybody involved, or it's not going to, it's not going to last, it's going to close down. And, and that's where it gets really interesting because in all of our local markets and across the country, these businesses are, are absolutely critical to creating jobs, to supporting, you know, local charities and, and local uh, politics and, and, you know, re- really the, the heart blood of, of these economies. And so, you know, that's what I think gets a lot of us in this network really excited is that we're help we're helping our, the owners, we're helping the companies, but, but there's a ripple effect of what we're doing. And so it really gets back, you know, our catch all phrase for, for explaining that, that existential challenge that they face is exit planning. So, so put us put us practically on the ground. We're talking about the collaborative. No, no, no. But bringing it down to that practice, because where I'm I'm hearing two things, right? Inside the head of the business owner, he or she is thinking, "Gosh, you know, maybe recognizing I have these needs. How can I afford all these needs?" And on the other side of the fence, you have the advisors of all sorts 
who are building their own practices, growing their own practices. How, how, how does how does that or how, what are the challenges you see of that team truly actually coming together, collaborating, working together, and make it work with the client from a well, frankly, just from a financial standpoint on the part of the client, as well as organizationally, operationally for that team to work together over yeah. over over what could be a fairly long period of time. So we're all human beings, and, and I always say that if you have even one human being in a room, it's complicated because we we. <laughs> do it to ourselves if somebody else doesn't do it to us. So uh, I think that, uh, you know, and if you have an executive team in say a larger company, we know that there's always dynamics, personality, and um, just, you know, the way people approach what they do. We all play different roles. The accountants are, are more, you know, by the book and the marketing people are out there trying to, to, create something, um, you know, in, in a very different way from, you know, other people playing different roles. So, uh, and then it, it's multiplied when, when you're not actually in the company inside the building or inside the control controls structure. So, uh, I think that's what, you know, one of our biggest challenges, uh, one of the founders we, you know, I mentioned there were a couple other companies with mine that, that founded the original XPX chapter. Um, and one of them, uh, one of the, uh, my partners used to use the phrase, the collaboration imperative uh, that, you know, there's a, there's a certain kind of person who is a team player and there are many who aren't. And, you know, we've at XPX have gotten to be extremely, you know, I don't know if flippant is the right word or, or militant if you want it to be more um, strong about it. But but the idea is that, you know, people come and if you're collaborative and you, you see other people who have the same mindset and are team players, and, and of course, you're going to always defend the right, what's right to do, but for a company, but there are often many options and, you know, there are a lot of other factors so uh, if you're collaborative, then you're probably going to stick around in our organization and you're probably going to be a better advisor. And, you know, it's one quick thing, David, about, um, you know, how it all works. I mean, I think that's the, that's in some ways the magic. And I think hopefully over time we'll all get better uh, at defining how what that magic is. Um, but uh we know that, and we all know from experience that if everybody's pulling in the same direction, the company's going to do better. It's going to cost the company less um, in terms of all these fees. Because if you start talking about collaboration, you know, people's first reaction is, well, I can't afford to pay all these people. Uh, but the truth is that if it's done right, it, it, you want to pay all these people because they're going to help you have better results and, and you're going to, you're not going to go down different paths with individual advisors that uh, actually work in, in conflict with your overall long-term goals. Uh, folks, just a reset here. We're here with Mary Adams and Mary is the executive director of the exit planning exchange, which is the, um, umbrella organization for XPX Atlanta. Uh, Mary, talk about how, how, 
what what you've got to say here is very interesting in terms of of how advisors work together and how they navigate that in the best interest of the client. But talk about how you and David and Bob and your colleagues at XPX communicate this to the business owner and the need for this uh, from a functional point of view years ahead of when an actual exit will occur Um, uh, because there's cost and you just address that. Um, But there's also just the functional uh, part of this in doing the right thing for the client, getting the right people in front of the client. Right. Right. So uh, I think, you know, we XPX, we haven't really defined who we are. We are an ecosystem of advisors uh, you know, we have the local chapter here in Atlanta that we'll talk about a little bit more in detail, I hope. Um, uh, and, you know, it's the same nationally in, in all the markets that we serve. It's a very, very, very diverse group of advisors. The one thing we all have in common is that we serve that unique lower middle market niche. Um, so we all have similar client profiles but we're doing different things for them. And, you know, add to that, that we're the advisors who are collaborative and, you know, embrace learning and, um, you know, kind of buy into the XPX ethos. Um, So uh, I've lost where we were going with that, but I get so excited talking about XPX. Well, that's a good thing, Mary. Uh, um, no, I think what what we were talking about was just you know the the communicating the mission of XPX to the business owner when you're an individual right. uh, advisor and talking about the need for the collaboration. Right. Yeah. So so you get to thank you. You get to this point where um, if if you have all of the advisors who are working with with an owner who, who have this. Um, maybe they don't have the not, they definitely don't have the knowledge of how to do everything, but they have the vision of what that full life cycle looks like and understand, you know, we talk about at a minimum, there's three stages in the life cycle, business value, growth, business value, transfer, owner life and legacy. So um, you have people touching all the pieces of that, but if each of us also has a vision of what that looks like, and we spend the time, and that's what we do in an XPX meeting is month after month, we hear about different pieces of the puzzle and we come to appreciate what other people do. And of course, along the way, we get to know the players that do those things. And so now it's, we move from just knowing each other's names, knowing you know what school we went to, we have their business cards. Now we're already kind of seeing them in action because we're hearing what they're talking about. We're hearing the questions they ask. So now we have a full appreciation. That means that everybody on the team is an evangelist for this long-term thinking. And so it's, it's less about selling an idea of exit planning. It's more about having the, the ethos of long-term thinking and bringing that, bringing that, to, you know, in everything all of us do to, to a company. And that's, that's frankly one of the most exciting things about this market segment. It's not like Wall Street where everybody's talking about what our quarterly earnings look like. Everybody really is much more prone to thinking long term. And so 
you have the luxury of making decisions that say, you know, gosh, and God, 2020 is a great example. Uh, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and pay our people. We're going to go ahead and do what we have to do to ensure the long-term survival of our, our company. And we're going to position it so that it's in great shape for, for you know, what, what's coming in the future. And um, so it's everybody becomes an evangelist and it's less about selling this idea of exit planning. And it's more about bringing sustainability and long-term thinking to the company. Hey, Mary, uh, here on a local level, you know, the, the Atlanta chapter, we, we've been up and running for uh, two years this coming May. Can't believe that. Um, we had a phenomenal start. You were there uh, at, at our launch event. Appreciate that. You've been deeply involved in helping us get uh, as a chapter to where we are today, uh, close to 100 members uh, and, and people beyond just the deal team, you know, just the people who come in toward the end of, a, of an ownership life cycle. Um, all the consultants and all that. What is unique about the Atlanta market? What, what do you uh, what do you see that we've got going on down here that has, I guess, catapulted us to uh, what, what, what the largest chapter status uh, in uh, in the network? Yeah, which is no no small feat, right? Because COVID hit just as you were hitting your first anniversary, and yeah, you you your team has just done an amazing job. Um, What's different? Uh, you know, I hear people in other cities talking about Atlanta that, wow, Atlanta's really doing well. It's an exciting city. So you've got a great market to start with, but I don't think you can attribute your success to that. I think you've just built a great team. Uh, there's a lot of depth there and incredible professionalism. Uh, you know, you're already running different kinds of programs and uh, bringing in just a beautiful mix of, of people and advisors. You know, we talk a lot about diversity of perspective, and I and we mean that on so many levels. Um, you know, it starts with having over twelve professions, right? Uh, but and and the way you know you David and I talk about it, it's probably twenty thirty, right? <laughs> Uh, and that's just the tip of the iceberg, right? What What is the individual profession? But um, so I think it's about your professionalism. I think it's about your vision. Uh, you've been able to keep it going, you know, virtually. And, um, you know, I think that's a testament to the fact that in some ways last year we needed each other more than ever. Right. Um, there was just such a barrage of challenges and changing information that, you know, uh, obviously there's tons of information out there on the Internet or we all get tons of stuff in our, our um, email inboxes. But it's so much better to talk to somebody you trust and hear straight from them. Gee, listen, this is these are the three things you have to think about, about whatever it is, PPP, about changes in the market, uh, you know, uh, what people are seeing. So, uh, I th but, you know, that's what I, it comes down to. I think it's dedication and professionalism that you, you and all of you and your team have, uh, have brought to this. And that's what's exciting. I mean, I, we haven't talked about the way we set this up, but when we started XPX, 
we really wanted to kind of turn the model on its head that this is about the local chapters. Uh, we don't have a big national organization that's lobbying or, you know, has its own agenda. Um, we have this uh, small, when we founded the first chapter, we created a small association management company. It's dedicated. It takes care of on a few levels. It takes care of the chapters. One is the operational, all the stuff we don't want our volunteers to have to do. Uh, the stuff I hated to do when I was a local chap- chapter president of other organizations. Um, websites and admin and all that stuff. We have a wonderful um, staff that helps us with that. But then we, the magic really comes from us all talking to each other and uh, learning from each other. And um, I guess I give our network a little credit in, in your success that I think each time we launch a new chapter, we're taking all the lessons of the past and providing that to you and but then setting you free to do what you think is the right right for your market. And clearly you're meeting the need. Folks, we're here chatting with Mary Adams, and Mary is uh, executive director of the Exit Planning Exchange. Uh, now, Mary, uh, I'm here to ask the question because uh, David and Bob are too modest, right? So, and and their team. Uh, but but let's talk. Let's talk to maybe others that are thinking about getting involved in starting a chapter, and some lessons learned. Uh, that you've seen in terms of what other chapters have done and then and the why XPX Atlanta has been so successful, you know, in spite of some of the headwinds of a pandemic. Yeah. So uh, we've gotten, so we have something of a formula that uh, has worked really well for us. Uh, usually uh, one or a few people in the, this case, um, there were three of you um, uh, that got started, and um, then uh, we don't we don't let a chapter start until there's a full team in, in place, and they've actually capitalized what will become their local nonprofit. Not a ton of money, but enough so that you can do things well. And I think uh, Atlanta did that um, amazingly well, um, and it took us a few year a few startups to get to that formula and understanding what would work. But, uh, I think, uh, the fact that we have three in development right now following what Atlanta did, uh, speaks volumes about our, our, you know, our own journey, right. <laughs> as a, as an organization to, um, you know, take what was a good idea and, and turn it into something that's repeatable and, and sustainable, and uh, the thing that I find most satisfying is that when we get, you know, the presidents together or, you know, choose any of the key committees and we get the chairs from all over the country together and you ask them about what's important and what are the key elements of our culture and what we're doing, you hear the same thing. And it's not that we've spoon fed them, but we've, we've created that environment where there's this shared culture and shared vision that um, only gets stronger over time. And, and I'm really excited about it. And I think, I think here, at, you know, Atlanta is pushing that even farther and, and um, defining, you know, very much leading and helping define our future as we make that ecosystem even stronger uh, 
you know, going into the future. Yeah, we've had quite a few conversations with the uh, the, the starting uh, chapter in Charlotte lately. <laughs> uh, I think a conversation too with Miami. I understand that you know Nashville is is the latest to uh, to get started. So all throughout the southeast, we're we, we're happy to pass on our experience to whoever will listen. Yeah, no, it's exciting. Really, it's an exciting time. And while we could listen to you go on forever about us, uh, <laughs> let's just. One maybe one last question, which is, you know, for everybody listening to this, in particular, you know, that range of advisors, what's that message? You know, how, why should they be part of the community? How can XBX help them? Yeah. Um. So, I always tell people that if if you're in this market, if you're advising companies in the lower middle market. If you're a trusted advisor, you're working with the senior management and or owners, that the people in the room are all the people that you want to know. Because most of us, you know, we get our business from referrals, often from other advisors. That For most of us, that's the primary source of business. Um, that's not to say that we're a place where you walk in and we start giving you leads. That's not at all the intention. But if you're willing to invest in this ecosystem and and you know, share what you know and are interested in learning from others to create that kind of magic that we talked about with the team, then this is like the most efficient and the most exciting place to be because you don't have to buy 30 people a cup of coffee on a periodic basis to, to get, you know, stay in touch with people. You're going to see them on a regular basis and you're going to see the magic happen that it's not just one person, but when you get all of us in a room, the ideas um, bat around and, you know, get better and better and we get smarter every day. So if you're an advisor, this is a great way to build your business. It's a great way to gain visibility um, and frankly, do much better by your clients because you're, you're going to be a better advisor and you're going to know the people that your clients need to know at, at different points. So that's, that's, the way I pitch it. That's, that's a great pitch. Uh, Mary Adams, she's the executive director of the Exit Planning Exchange. Uh, Mary, this has been great. Um, so delighted to have you for this inaugural show for the Exit Exchange uh, 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 underwritten by XPX Atlanta. For those that would like to be in touch with you, um, tell them how they can do that. So, uh, we have one big website for the, for the whole organization. It's exitplanningexchange.com. Uh, my contact information is right there in the contact tab. Uh, XPX Atlanta has their own site within our site. So you go to chapters and, and click on Atlanta. You can see David and Bob and, and the whole team, uh, how to, how to contact them. You can click right there and, and get in touch. So, um, one URL will will do do it all for you. That that uh, that sounds great, Mary Adams. Thanks so much for being with us. This was really fun. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And uh, folks, just a quick reminder that this show, the Exit Exchange, is brought to you by XPX Atlanta. XPX is leading an exit planning revolution based on a simple, long-overdue realization that advisors can create much more value for their business owner clients 
when they work together. Uh, XPX Atlanta is where our area's best advisors meet, collaborate, and share their expertise and also build relationships so they can assemble the very best teams to guide their business owner clients through all stages of business growth uh, toward a better and more successful exit. Learn more at xpxatlanta.org. David, Bob, we did it. First show. This has been awesome. <laughs> thanks so much, okay. John. We're excited. Yeah. yeah. A lot of fun. John, thanks for giving us this platform. Absolutely. This has been great. And uh, we look forward to doing this again uh, next month. And so for my uh, co-host, David Chavzin, Bob Tanksley, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on the Exit Exchange.